Hello and welcome to another episode of the weekly VM Campos comic book club. I'm your host VM Campos. This is the podcast where I answer, what am I reading this week? This week I've got Hamster Vice number one from Eternity. In my collection, I filed this one under the 1980s independent black and white TMNT ripoffs section. So in 1984, after the success of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, there was a raft of imitators and hangers-on trying to get a piece of that sweet, sweet black and white independent comic book pie. And with the Turtles, there were several subtle and not so subtle ripoffs. A few that come to mind, one about gerbils, one about kangaroos, and this one vaguely about hamsters. So Hamster Vice, the creative team, Dwayne Ferguson, creator, Ned Poins, letterer, Mike, with a Y, Inkwash, Dave Albrecht, publisher, Chris Ohm, editor-in-chief, and Tom Mason, creative director. Let's put it all on Front Street. I did not enjoy this comic, and I try to keep this podcast pretty positive. Let's go through the long list of negatives. I don't like the art. A lot of the anatomy looks very awkward. Melding humanoid bodies with furry character heads can work. It often does, but not here. The bodies are realistic-ish enough, but then the heads, which are supposed to be hamsters, are abstract enough that they don't make sense. The text is stereotypical California surfer speak which the turtles did a lot better. We've got a lot of dude and like, no prob. Seems very forced because if the title of this is Hamster Vice, which is a play on Miami Vice, it just doesn't fit the California surfer lingo. There are too many panels that it's just really hard to tell what's going on. All the line work is pretty nondescript. It looks like a ballpoint pen. And there's ink wash to try to give depth and separation of shapes. But sometimes it just looks like jumbled lines. And I can't quite tell what's going on. There's often a lot of text mixed into every panel, even panels that don't need it, because they've got to have their quippy quips. And it just gets in the way. The paper is extremely cheap quality. My copy of this is brown newsprint color now. This book is from 1989 and it has not aged well, literally. The cover is fine, although it also looks a bit undersaturated, the colors. As soon as I flipped the cover, I thought, wow, this paper stock is just bottom of the barrel. The story is about the three main characters in some sort of team that solves crimes they have super suits or something. They have to rescue a genius little girl being held by the Kingfish. Homage slash ripoff to the Kingpin. The stakes never feel that high. There's never any real sense of danger. There's too many instances of forced comedy. And then it's over. Telling us that next month, the Roach Wars. Not Secret Wars. So again, just uh, trying to homage everything else that was happening in comics to a lesser extent. The most interesting things 
about this comic where the house ads, there's a full page ad for Gun Fury. His old partner's dead, his new one has been kidnapped, he's more than a little ticked off, Gun Fury. Simidar, poet, lover, killer. The hottest title of the year returns in May 1989, Simidar Book 2. And the adventure continues, Tiger X. In 1993, a Soviet invasion split America in half. So if you're spending more time focused on the house ads than the actual story, there's a problem. And as I said, I usually like to be very positive in my podcasts because there's a lot to be positive about in the world of comics. After all, why would you read comics you don't like? But this one, there wasn't really anything I liked. At the very least, I can add it to the part of my collection where I include my 1980s black and white independent TMNT ripoffs. So this week I read Hamster Vice number one from Eternity. This has been the weekly VM Campos comic book club. See you next week.